Good morning-ish-ish. Good afternoon-ish. How are we all doing? Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. My name is Graham Day, and uh, this is Bip. And Hello. we are on your stream in our home setup. Yeah, I know. It's been ages. No, it actually has been ages, pretty much. It's, it's all, well, it has been a week since the last episode of The Scoop, but that is because we had a fucking amazing weekend. It was, yeah. you know, we had an incredible weekend. We, uh, we had... After two months of build-up, finally, we had the ICU, We Meet You public meet-up. We had the community meet-up. I say public, it was private, really, even though we were in a public space. You get, you get it, anyway. We had a meet-up this weekend, and it was badass. We got to meet some people that we've played video games with for years, face-to-face, for the first time, which was good enough for us, but then that also enabled us to allow people that have played video games with each other for years like not just not just a few years that we've been kind of focusing on building an ice cream uploads community but but like like lotus and nuka for example they've they've been in the same esports team and everything for years and have never met but we managed to make that happen this weekend which was beautiful if you didn't see it, it was yeah. the icu we meet you 22 meetup at uh, the ice cream report studio this weekend and it was badass so if you wonder why you haven't seen any scoop content over the last week it's because we were setting all of that sort of stuff up getting all the food getting all the drinks getting the getting gazebos and barbecues and hiring <laughs> a dodgy bloke from down south to come and cook the food uh no speaking of which hey west how you doing how you doing hey <laughs> uh but yeah good weekend did you, did you enjoy yourself babe? yes i did i was paying for it yesterday i'm still paying for it now um yesterday my body was just in bits uh as you do when you're hosting stuff because you're up and down people oh, are asking you know, muted me West. West. We suck, my suck my hair is. We had the uh, the West shout out. Tino just thought, Bibby's talking. Fuck this guy. Exclamation mark. Yeah. West. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Sorry, babe. What were you saying before Tino rudely interrupted? <laughs> yeah. I, I just to say my body was in bits yesterday. It's still not 100% now. I think I've got a little bit of land flu. I think that's what's going on at the moment. I just feel knackered. My legs don't work very well upper body arms from taking down fucking gazebos and shit i'm not built for beat for large amounts of movement yet that's pretty much how we did on saturday <laughs> as well as it being the longest day ever as well so yeah it would definitely if you if you said that we was doing another one this weekend i'd be bang up for it give me till about wednesday to get over this one and then i can start getting <laughs> excited for it again um but yeah I would, it was amazing 100 percent it's going to be happening again next year. It needs to. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was badass. For those that came along and those that didn't, if anyone watched in the stream, uh, the stream was always going to be something that we did kind of alongside everything else. So we managed to start off the stream, see you all in, welcome you in, got to play a few games. People had to... Well, we won't talk about the fact that we couldn't jump into squad straight away because we didn't even consider the fact that we set up PUBG on the consoles and didn't even get through the air game. So people... like <laughs> Spiffy's in the chat. Spiffy, and I, I don't know if it was Neil or Nietzsche, or I can't remember who it was at the beginning, Maybe Merc, I can't remember. Jumped through, got it so that we could run some squads. Eventually got to see some squads, but there was enough content going on for you guys to keep entertained for, for the majority of the day. We had like a five-hour stream going on, which which was which was nice. You guys got in support. We had lots of viewers, lots of chats, uh, yeah. subs and stuff thrown down when myself and Bib weren't even in, in shot for most of it. So, yeah, yeah. So I don't know whether that's a good thing. Or, everywhere else. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. We're not on stream and people start subbing to the channel. What the fuck? <laughs> But uh, yeah, thank you everyone that took part, everyone that came in. Uh, it was good to see people 
new faces. There was a lot of new faces, but it was good to see old faces as well. Getting Enix in, getting Degnan Precision uh, to drop by as well. So yeah, it was good. We appreciate everyone that came along. It was it was it was it was good. It was good. Now we have the the small matter of prepping for Gamescom next week. So it goes from one thing <laughs> to the next. Yay! Uh, but we were talking about we were talking about it at the. Um, at the event, we might be talking about on stream actually. We had in June the subathon, in July the rumble, in August the meetup. In uh, at the end of August to September, we have Gamescom, um, and then after that we have no more plans. Someone said, "So what's next for IC?" I was like, "What's next? We just breathe out a little bit now." I think like the. Nice. Uh, <laughs> but, but then after that, we'll see. We'll see. We do have some interesting meetings coming up at Gamescom, Stoke so hopefully frosty, that will yeah. lead to some cool stuff. Speaking of interesting meetings at Gamescom, Lake! Hey, how you doing? Thank you very much for 18 months, Lake. Appreciate that. Uh, so Lake is off to Gamescom next week, as am I. And hopefully, the, the only thing with Gamescom is the, sh the schedule you can't really plan for because there's like industry parties in the evenings and stuff, and you don't know which ones you're going to or when they're starting or the what times and the and the what, or if it's happening or you're not going at all or if there's going to be a meeting that's just going to make the parties not even viable kind of thing. Um so Lake gets there, uh, and we cross over. So I should hopefully be able to meet Lake at some point next week. Mm -hmm. Caveat: it, it, what, what day is he allowed to be go into the venue though? Because obviously you two have got two different passes, haven't you? I think I think he can go in on the Thursday. Uh, okay. But the, for me, the hopeful thing would have been seeing him outside of yeah. the actual show because then we can I can grab him a beer, we can sit down, we can, we can have a chat. I know that that might that won't. I don't think happen on the Thursday because I have a, a meeting at the end of the event on Thursday. So I will be dis what's the word? Undisposed? Indisposed? Whatever. I'll I'll be I'll be a busy yeah, out of action. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. On, on the Thursday. So so it'll it'll either be Wednesday evening or 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 we'll shoehorn like a, a pretzel in at at the event itself or something on the Thursday. Yeah. But we'll sorry. We'll sorry. We'll sorry later. Thank you very much for the sub Blake. Appreciate that, dude. JMK, welcome in nice and early with the exclamation mark time. The time is currently twelve twenty and eleven seconds, uh for our screen uploads, which is basically ten AM ish. Exactly. Before one, ten AM. Nice. Uh uh, we'll actually tune into this stream for a change, says Dignant. Yeah, he was, he was talking about it the other day, saying how he, he didn't even tune in. So I was going to have a go at him. So as if, as if you don't even turn up. He's like, I still sub, though. I was like, oh, okay, fair yeah. enough. Fair. <laughs> I, I don't even watch yeah. it, but I give you money. Oh, I love you. Yeah. Okay, fine, fine. West, how was the travel back? Uh, up the, I see you, say up the, I see you. Nice. Uh, I see you, the bromance fertility, uh, fertility, yes, nice, facilitating service. There we go. Exactly, exactly. Bringing all the bromances together. Best day of the year so far. It was great. Thank you very much for uh, being Master Chef. It meant that me and Bibby could put out the other fires and stuff elsewhere and, and get things nice and smooth. It was good. Uh, although, we do have a big West-shaped hole in our commentary uh, production team now, so every time we do an event, I feel like we're going to have to get <laughs> in, a, in a snazzy jacket sat front and centre. Yes. Absolutely. Um, uh, I did see that Neil, did it take him like 19 hours to get home? Did he end up staying at Lotus's? Because there was a crash that it, they were all just sat in for hours. Yeah. So we didn't actually get home until midday yesterday. <laughs> well, he was always going to stay at Lotus's anyway, I think. Because like, Neil was like, didn't want to assume, but Lotus was like, no way I'm having you driving back at silly o'clock. But I think they were supposed to get back at a normal-ish time, but they didn't get back to like 2 a.m. or something. Because I saw something about okay. shout-out to Mrs. Lotus for making like 2 a.m. tea or something like that. So cooking food at 2 in the morning, 
ledge, Oof. ledge. Uh, so then he had to do that. So and then it was like, so he dro- he drove across the country for like four hours to pick up Lotus to then drive up the country for another four hours or yeah. something like that. So yeah, Spiffy, good morning. Thank you for dropping in as well on the weekend, Spiffy. Appreciate you being there. Did you have fun? Absolutely. Uh, also, by the way, we're not inviting Neil next time. I mean, we will, just so that he can drop off Lotus, but he can't actually come in because we had a beanbag showdown, which we were going to try and find a way to show on the stream, but in the end, we just thought, you know, it's not worth the stress. We'll sort that for next time, um, which Neil won. And then there was a little mini game for people playing PUBG on stream, see who can get the most kills on stream, which, <laughs> which, which Neil won. So basically, we don't bring Neil. Neil can bring Lotus. And up, he, he can just park on the other car park down the road or something like that. <laughs> Send someone down with a sausage or something for him. Keep him away from me. Give over, give, give everyone else a chance <laughs> it was a fun stream glad you enjoyed it yoda um oh change back to the split screen we saw how good nietzsche is without his cronus uh was he really good was he yeah, but he, oh, <laughs> he was he was stinking mate i'll send you a video um that, that was one of the videos that did actually get cl- get clipped he got tucked in twice in the space of about 10 minutes <laughs> It was absolutely stinking. It can happen, though. Not only do you have a million people milling around, but the screens, like my screen, if I put my hand out, I can touch my screen. It's like, so here are my screens. They're within one arm's length of me. In the studio, they're like twice as uh, twice as far away. <laughs> so there's like visual lag. <laughs> uh, plus the fact that we're playing, they're, they're actually tvs rather than monitors that we're playing on so that will obviously add to it as well so there will be a little bit of that but if it's Nietzsche, none of those excuses are valid <laughs> just just <They're> not viable <laughs> uh i had so uh, so much fun hijacking the stream we had fun too um nearly getting killed by spiffy exactly everyone had fun <laughs> that, it's like it's like make a wish foundation that's what that's what spiffy wanted to happen we, we almost made it happen almost uh, uh lake says tv great i'm back now back we're in the split screen he uh the confused people when West was hosted. Yeah, what is this? Is this a host or of the raiders <laughs> or, or what? It still says ice cream is streaming. <laughs> uh, but did you die? Says Spiffet. Good point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, I have two days of passes. The rest of it passing out. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> they have like little. I don't know what. The, I don't know what the name of them is. They have like little. Uh, you get glasses of Kolsch, which Kolsch is the... Uh, we call them Kolsch's, but I don't... I think that's just the name of the, the lager. So, but they're in, like, tall, thin flute glasses, and you just basically... They're just dangerous, because you like... It feels like it's a bit more than a mouthful, so I'm just going to neck it, and then you're on to your next one, and your next one. So, yeah. So, yeah, enjoy. Enjoy the Kolsch. Uh, in before it turns out, you're sneaking up behind West with an M4. <laughs> Uh, I'll be the bigger man and, ab- and not absolutely roast you for uh, mispronouncing facilitating, even though you rinse me for autocorrect spelling mistakes. Uh, I love the fact that you've put me a pronouncing. You've literally mispronounced the word mispronouncing. <laughs> the carousel just keeps going round. This is amazing. This, this is the never-ending story, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. To be fair, uh, Tito, I, I was. It was. You'd said something or done something. In the, in the Discord, and you wrote Spayify and it, or something. It should have been Specify. And it wasn't just me. It was me and Chappers that were like, ah, ha, ha, instantly, <laughs> Specify. So, yeah, there you go. If you want to Spayify things in the future to avoid other people me pronouncing stuff, then feel free, Tito. Let's go. Uh, 
Yeah, you still brought it up and fucked yourself anyway, <laughs> says Axeman. <laughs> I drove for about 10 hours uh, on Saturday, so I think I'll stay up your way next time. Nice. Neil won with three kills. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 is, it is difficult in that studio as well because we had the uh, the overhead lights on, which meant they would have been glaring stuff on the screens as well rather than having the... Uh, the we have like theater style lights, but it was already hot enough in that room with that, without those on. So there's plenty of excuses that I'm throwing out for people. Uh, that's just ahead of me playing in the studio the next time. So I can get all of those excuses ready for me to roll out. Nice. I uh, spent more time in the lobby loading in than playing. <laughs> uh, I had fun too elsewhere. I did see all the pictures. Nice. Uh, no live ammo in the studio next time. To be fair, it was a BB. So the ammo technically wasn't live. It wasn't uh, me. Uh, no, 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 BB. <laughs> no, no, BB, BB. I wasn't the live ammo. Uh, well, it does go off sometimes. Although it wasn't, a, it wasn't even an accidental dental discharge. She shot it at the floor, but it, it's like I was like, it scared the shit out of me. I was like, what? I don't. She's like, are these live? I was like, I don't know if they're loaded. I know the pistols definitely aren't because I've I've used those. The sniper rifles and stuff, I haven't. So whatever you do, don't pull the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit my pants uh, uh, shit my pants I'm so paranoid I've actually installed a new keyboard uh, Keyboard, yeah it screwed me over see that I said keyboard I just want to see if he notices that a mere fraudulent it. slip <laughs> uh, uh, Freudian not fraudulent <laughs> <laughs> nice anyway we are here to talk about video game news it, it was a good weekend it was a great weekend we'll talk about that a little bit more uh no doubt as the week goes on we'll chat about it on wednesday and in bibby's stream on the weekend as well but we are here to talk about games today so we have a few stories to go through kicking off with one for tito because tito um well he can't play spider-man because he's not really a marvel fan because spider-man is one of if not the best comic book game crossover in the last five ten years and he hasn't played mm -hmm. it because he just doesn't care he has an xbox that's what i'm trying to get out. So, yeah. anyway, anyway spider-man on pc has had a strong launch uh despite having fewer peak players than god of war uh bibi what does the uh what did the stream title go live with the one that you posted out on twitter because that was a pun and a half spider-man pc is a swing and a hit nice there we yeah. go Lovely, lovely. You love it. Love it. And next time he calls me out for dad jokes, remember that, by the way. Just saying. <laughs> I did that for you. I uh, yeah, of course, course it is. Okay, dad. Look, dad. Okay, dad. No stabilizers. Your fucking doorball. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll talk about Spider Man PC. Uh, then we'll jump into Saints Row. Looks a lot better. It's looking badass since it was delayed, and fans are loving it. Then sticking with THQ Nordic, uh, well, still our THQ, THQ Nordic, same company, Embrace Group, Koch Media, Play On now, that stuff. THQ Nordic has teased a new South Park video game. Elden Ring leaks suggest that it is coming to Game Pass, and uh, it's PT's eighth birthday. Uh, so we have an article from Andy Robinson at VGC who says, the person who delisted it speaks out. Quote, I wish it had gone differently so we'll take you through all of that news so grab yourself let's see that's a tangfastic joke hey. uh, he tried to get traction with that about six times i i, I mean he got and... tra it got traction with me every time <laughs> uh, for those that don't know west is a southampton fan southampton have a player called aribo uh and uh Ari haribo the sweets sell tang fastics uh, so so when talking about Aribo, west said he's a tang fastic player it was great <laughs> oh ggs nice appreciate it so to the point where he scored 
yesterday. I, I, I assume he scored. I didn't actually get to see it. I was in Tesco, um, and I saw Chris Board shared something that was Aribo strike or something like that i didn't even have enough data to, to watch the video i just had enough data to tag west west say the thing <laughs> so, yeah. so he did but he, he messed it up at first we'll be honest he said fantastic and then he responded saying tankastic nice we got it we got it nice thinker uh but do you know what's not a stinker bit go on Spider-Man me. on pc Jordan Midler at VGC has this first story which says Spider-Man PC enjoys strong launch but fewer peak players than God of War. It's PlayStation's second biggest PC launch so far. Marvel Spider-Man on PC appears to have reached fewer peak players than God of War's PC debut, making it the second most PlayStation uh, and played even PlayStation PC title. Uh, the game reached 64,893 players at the time of writing, just under 10k fewer than God of War, according to SteamDB. Horizon Zero Dawn, which, which was the first major player PlayStation title to make the transition saw 56,557 uh, players at its peak. Uh, so there you go. We have Benji Sales, who's been referenced quite a few times over the uh, last year or so on the scoop with the stats. I won't go through the, the the tweet, but if you were looking at it, you can see I've just clicked on it. Nice. I won't go through to the tweet. And then we go through to the tweet. Let's go. Uh, 73,000 for God of War, 64,000 for Spider-Man, 56,000 for uh, Horizon Zero Dawn in third. And then Days Gone follows that with 27. Let me see if we can get back to that. Oh, where's it gone? Where's it gone? Where's it gone? There it is. Nice. Um, so in our review of Marvel Spider-Man PC, we said this is an excellent PC port with Steam Deck support that elevates it to a must-own for anyone with Valve's portable. While Sony may never make a PlayStation Vita 2, if its support for the Steam Deck continues uh, as more and more PlayStation exclusives might... Oh, yeah, okay, I thought that was a full stop. I get it now. Okay, I'll start that sentence again. While Sony may never make a PlayStation V2, if its support of the Steam Deck continues as more and more PlayStation exclusives migrate to PC, it'll soon feel like the next generation Sony handheld uh, many of us have always wanted. Nice. Okay, we'll stop there. We'll stop there. We don't need to talk about different versions and, and the past and the history and stuff. PlayStation has finally started to move its titles, its big titles, over to PC. We are a couple of years behind. We're, we're still like in 2018 because we've just had Horizon Zero Dawn and then God of War and now Spider-Man. Days Gone's over there as well. So we've got a few years to catch up. But if you're a PC player, that's potentially a great sign because the games are doing well, the ports work well, and there is a big old back catalogue still to be transitioned over. What are your thoughts, Bib? Yeah, I mean, the... the... The article kind of overshadows it or, or tries to enforce that 10,000 people less, nearly 10,000 people less are playing this than the likes of God of War. But there's still 64,000 people that have been playing Spider-Man. Like that is, that is 64,000 people who have bought, it's nearly 65,000, it's 64,893. So it's nearly 65,000 people have bought the new Spider-Man's remastered for PC. That is money. That was dead money to Sony. They had no idea that they would even have that kind of market over there, obviously, and still started porting these games over. So, arguably, the Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man game, was has been ported over. That was end of line. That was, The lifespan had gone from that. They wasn't going to get that many more sales from it. They might have had a few. And when I say a few, you need that needs to kind of be upscaled into Sony's standards. A few might be a couple of thousand. It's not just one or two. But 65,000 people have gone out and bought this game on the PC to be able to play and have a good time with, and that's exactly what they're getting over there. Even better, that is going to be that is available on the Steam Deck, which is obviously their portable version of the of the of the a PC. So the audience that this has reached now is a completely different one. 
than what you would expect from someone who's playing this or who has played this on their home console. It would not surprise me if there was a quarter of the people who have already bought this over on their PlayStation or bought it for the purpose of being able to play this on their Steam Deck if they've gone in and wanted to double dip. Like having a strong PlayStation catalog on your Steam Deck or Xbox people play yeah Xbox people who haven't played this game before and always wanted to have now got the opportunity to do so I imagine that's probably half of the audience and then the other quarter would be people who have had a slight interest in it might what might what I give I mean the average game we don't know the average play time of this I haven't had a look at it but yeah this is fantastic news for Sony and the way that they want to distribute their games the only thing that does con- it doesn't even concern me is just off no, is how long would they actually want to keep hold of a game on their library before they actually start porting this over to PC in the future? Like, what is their time lapse? Is it two years? Is it when the when the sales start to drop significantly and they know they won't be able to get any more money for, uh, as it being a PlayStation exclusive? What's the time frame on this? Yeah, there's there's all sorts of different variables in there, isn't there? Like, are we seeing 2018 games moved over now because they've had their time in the sun? We've got a new generation. We've had Spider-Man's been remastered in that sort of time frame. Um, so that's fine. Okay, we can put that out. We've exhausted it. Is that what it is? It's been, they've had enough time to do that? Or is it a case of, in 2018, there was no precedent for this? They didn't have any uh, relationships with porting um, developers that can take care of the whole porting process to move it over to PC. They didn't have those relationships. Well, they probably will have done, obviously. They've got relationships with Bluepoint and not all the rest that have done shitload of ports and stuff in the past, but not consistently from their own first-party titles. So there's whole uh, logistical avenues that need to be opened up there. Mm. They've now started to open those avenues up. They've seen that they've been able to do that without cannibalizing their own stats. Is it going to be a case of PlayStation will go, okay, yeah, we've we've squeezed every drop of blood we can out of this now. Well, let's move it over to PC. Or will it be a case of, okay, well, we've seen that PC hasn't really started to impact on anything else elsewhere. It's a separate beast. So let's just mm-hmm. start to release it a bit sooner. Maybe not day and date release on PlayStation 5 yeah. and PC, but maybe we'll get six months, 12 months down the line. We'll get the new one. I think we're probably not going to be there yet. My prediction would be that we will get closer to that. but we have still got Miles Morales to come out uh, on yeah. the PS5. So we're not going to see Spider-Man 2 uh, with the one with Venom. Um, if that was Venom. to come out in the next... Venom. <laughs> if that was to come out in the next 12 months, we wouldn't see those uh, on um, PS5 and PC side by side because there's a middle bit that needs to go. So I think mm-hmm. th- th- that backlog, so God of War, Ragnarok could still land because we've already had God of War. Um, but but it might still be a little while off yet. Just like we've got Horizon Forbidden West. Obviously, we've had Zero Dawn, so it makes sense for Forbidden West to come over. Um, But yeah, I think they have some time that they will probably be looking at building out some sort of... Usually, you, you get a PlayStation big hitter once every quarter. Maybe maybe yeah. maybe half yearly. Usually get two to four big PlayStation titles a year, um, depending on delays, obviously, things like that. That might spread it out a little bit more. I wouldn't be surprised if we eventually get to that point where we start to see those big hitting cycles on PC, but the first couple of years, is it catching up? Or we will get mm-hmm. uh, The Last of Us Part 1 um, on PC. Then we get The Last of Us Part 2 a year later. But in between that, we'll get Horizon Forbidden West and, and so on, so and so on, so 
unless we do get uh, The Last of Us pushed all the way back because we're just about to have, I said The Last of Us Part 1, which probably, uh, that's not the greatest choice of words because I should have just said The Last of Us on PC because The Last of Us Part 1 is the remake, not the remaster of the original. <laughs> confused, you will be. Um, so maybe we won't see The Last of Us yet. Maybe they will finish The Last of Us arc, kind of. Didn't, didn't, didn't they move some Nathan Drake stuff to PC or am I imagining that like the Nathan Drake collection or something to PC Uncharted 4 maybe or am I am I, am I... I don't think so yet I could, be, I could be completely wrong on that but I remember having a conversation about it whether or not they actually done that I'm not too sure so yeah I mean if I think that will be a teller as well if we start to see Nathan Drake games the Uncharted series dropping onto PC that's not just PlayStation, but that's PlayStation and Insomniac's games. Obviously, we've already got uh, Spider-Man, um, uh, not Insomniac, Naughty Dog's games. We've already got Spider-Man from, from Insomniac, so I wouldn't be surprised if we see more from Insomniac. We've already got Days Gone from Bend. If Bend start working on more PlayStation games, I wouldn't be surprised if we see more Bend titles going over that way. Sony Santa Monica Studios, we've got God of War. Okay, nice. Uh, if we see one of... The, Marvel, uh, the Uncharted games go over, then I think that kind of gives Naughty mm-hmm. Dog a, okay, well, we know how to get things on PC now, and then we start to see the rest of it going. So I won't be surprised. It's good news, though. I am, I'm, I'm excited for more people to be able to uh, access this. I'm, I do obviously push the fact that PlayStation is, is supremely better than Xbox just because it's fact. Genuinely... No, I'm joking. Tito's just said on Xbox when in the chat. That was my response to that. Um, I'd... I'm not the I'm not a fan of exclusivity. I mean, I am I do lean more towards PlayStation. So Marvel Spider Man being exclusive to PlayStation was great for me, but not great for everyone else. Tito's a Spider Man fan. Why should he not be able to play Spider Man games yeah. because he has a different box? That's a bit that's a it's a bit shit really. Um, so I am this is good news. The fact that it's, it's hit PC and it looks like it's going well means that more PC players will be able to get access to more PlayStation yeah. games. And if that is not just first party IPs, but big external IPs like Spider-Man, then that's even better because, yeah, yeah more people should be able to. See, I actually do like the fact that the consoles have exclusives. I love the fact that Nintendo have got their own little area where they have the likes of Zelda, where they have the likes of Pokemon. You can't play these games on any, on any other console. I love the fact that what Xbox has got Halo. Farsa? Uh... <laughs> Gears of War, yeah. Call of Duty, Battle, <laughs> not Battlefield. Yeah, I mean they're going to have them going forward. I do love the fact that these consoles have exclusives. I always think it should be a timed thing, though, yeah. because I do. It, games are for everyone. Not everyone can afford all of these consoles. I'm always kind of taking the piss out of Xbox there because they seem to bring out these these exclusives and they don't seem to land apart from Forza. Um, or they're just a little bit out of date. They need a bit of fine tuning. They need to be modernized. Um, that's exactly what Forza have done for the last two horizons. There seems to be, for my, from my perspective, as someone who's only just got back into playing uh, racing games, they're exactly the same, copy and paste. A um, few tweaks here and there, but like, if you was to bring out a new Gears of War, I think they'd just have to put a completely different spin on it. I think they'd have to do something completely different because they can't do something that they did in 2006 and expect it to have the same impact. Yeah, I can't Rod- see that being the case. Rody Run into Hammer of Dawn was big things back then, and now it's like, oh, okay, we're still doing that. Yeah. Right? So uh, that's it. So it, it, it just it's the same taste. You want something? You want to cleanse the palate? You want something a little bit different? Um, and I feel like that's what. 
PlayStation have been doing. They've been very exclusive, but I love the fact now that PC gamers are obviously having the opportunity now to be able to play these games on their PC, and it's just a completely different audience, which, again, games for everyone at any cost um, is is the way that I want to digest my video games. Yeah, absolutely. 93% uh, satisfaction rate as well, by the way. People are really enjoying that game, which is exactly what you want to see. That that, mm-hmm. that just means more of it will happen. Uh, timed yeah. exclusive, I can accept. Uh, I'd love it to be 6 to 12 months limited. Oh, no. Uh, too, too soon. 24 months minimum, in my opinion. See, I'm not a fan of that 24 months sort of window. I'm, well, I'm not a fan of any, any form of exclusivity. I like... So the examples we gave then, Mario having Zelda and Pokemon, uh, not Mario, Nintendo having Mario, Zelda and Pokemon, that's things they made. Okay, that's fine. God of War being on PlayStation, that's what they made as well. But Spider-Man is a completely different uh, beast. And Wolverine is a completely mm-hmm. different beast. That is something that people have grown up with. It's been, they've been around longer than I've been alive. Uh, yeah. So it's not really fair to limit that for me. Um, that said, if they were going to be limited, time limited, I can understand. Um, but I, yeah, I, I agree with the six to twelve months because, like Tomb Raider, um, when that was Xbox exclusive, it just it became irrelevant to me, which was a shame mm-hmm. because the first Tomb Raider was was an exceptional game. Um, but it, it was three years later before I played it because twenty four months down the line, it came to PlayStation. It was like I'm not bothered anymore. It's old news. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was almost like. Uh, a number of people were the same with Fall Guys. When Fall Guys came on the Xbox a couple of months ago, um, Xbox, uh, a, b- a bunch of Xbox players were like, yeah, this is great. Uh, but a lot of them were like, okay, we've seen it and watched it. All the hype for Tim the Tapman playing his 7 millionth game and not getting a win still happened on PC <laughs> a bunch of, of years ago. So, what's, yeah, okay. So some people will be excited. That's great for them. So I, I, I don't like that sort of disjointedness. I mean, it's probably great for the game's marketing in terms of you get... Uh, okay, I will just keep waffling until people know that we're back. Refresh, refresh, refresh. We should be back. Should be back. Should be back. Nice. Uh, so yes, Bib. At that point in time, yes. uh, I was just talking about how um, having the game release once and then releasing yeah. again. You, you, the phrase you use, which probably didn't go through on stream, was it's like having two Christmases. Continue. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, having two Christmas periods is obviously where most of the money comes from when you when you talk about video games. Like they are the most expensive parts and the most profitable parts of the year for video games. So six months, if it comes out in February or March, isn't even going to have one Christmas. So if I was going to be super cautious about it, I think twelve months would be the absolute minimum but having to having it be 18 months is more than acceptable but yeah i think 18 months might be the sweet spot because then you get at least one christmas and then a build up to the next christmas period as well obviously depending on what time of the year that you want to bring out um your games and console so at six months is just way too short in my opinion Uh, there's what's the point in having exclusivity when you won't even get to the one holiday period where you are going to be making your most money probably um, so yeah, that's that. Eighteen months might be the sweet spot. See, I get that. I understand that. There's, there's be- ben- uh, benefits and negatives for both. If you have a six month window, then then you still could be riding the hype train. Um, so people can jump straight back into it when it's still relevant. It won't drop off. You're not just going to get a damp squid launch. Uh, damp squid launch for PlayStation after the release of mm-hmm. the Xbox first. The flip side is, if it was okay, it was a great enough game. Um, and you could spend a lot of time doing 
quality of life, post-game improvements and stuff, a lot of people won't get those benefits uh, if yeah. you just do it in six months' time. So if it comes out of PlayStation, you could do like the Star Wars Celebration edition of Battlefront 2, which was incredible. Um mm-hmm. But that took 18 months to do, not six months. So you could get that sort of element uh, by doing it later. The downside, uh, uh, the, the plus sides of doing it later, obviously, you get the extra benefits, you get the extra time, plus you also get enough time for it to drop out of the conversation. If mm-hmm. Bibby starts talking about something uh, and then I w- he's just about to move on to another conversation and I go, oh, by the way, that thing, did you see that thing? And he's like, yeah, literally, just we've all just talked about that together. Uh, and now you're talking about it. It's like, oh, okay. You're not bothered now, then, now. Whereas if I mention it next week, the conversation's been old. Some people might not have seen it. We'll have a conversation about it again. It's that sort of vibe. So, yeah, swings and roundabouts, swings and roundabouts. Um, I'm, 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 I'm very much on for games not having exclusivity, although I know it's definitely a thing. I mean, a few years ago, Xbox were very much against exclusivity, and then they bought everything. So... The, <laughs> It definitely has a place in video gaming. Having exclusive ownership of content, um, despite it being a 50-year-old property or a a 20-year-old series or a developer that's made the number one video game for the last three years, whatever it is, exclusives still are big uh, in video gaming. So uh, despite all of that, it still keeps me nice and warm inside to see PlayStation go, do you know what? Okay, our biggest stuff, our our Kratos, our... uh, Peter Parker, our uh, Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn. We're going to move those over to PC, which is not our playground. So that's that's that is only a good move, in my opinion. And ninety three percent positive. It seems like it's a good move for everyone else too. Let's go. Um, aren't most squids damp? Seeing as they live in water. I mean, that's that's the question, Gagad. I mean, are they damp when they're living in the water, or are they only damp when they leave the water? That's the question. We're going to sit here now and wait for a fully detailed explanation from Gagad as to what. <laughs> it's one of those, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving ahead. Uh, Sean Murray at The Gamer has Saints Row is looking a lot better since its delay, and fans are loving it. Saints Row is looking good thanks to a six-month delay. So ever oh, starting off with a dig at Cyberpunk. Sheesh. So ever <laughs> thing is, though... All I'm going to say is we called this. We called this. When Cyberpunk went bad, we said that's going to be in the start line of articles for the next 10 years. Yep. I mean, things were looking bad. Not Cyberpunk bad or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That sort of stuff. Uh, doing a Cyberpunk. Absolutely. So, yeah, there we are. Nice. Called it. It's happening. Ever since Cyberpunk 2077's rough launch, gamers have started showing more appreciation when developers decide to delay their games. Uh, Saints Row announced a six-month delay to its release going from February to August, and the feedback since the latest gameplay trailer been nothing but positive. Back in November 2021, Volition's chief creative officer said that Saints Row needed more time to, quote, uh, be up to the standards we've set ourselves, end quote. We understand the impact COVID would have on our schedule, although everyone adapted very quickly to the working from home arrangement, wrote Jim Boone. Uh, Just want to point out as well, by the way, we have worked with Jim Boone before um, in the past. We did MCM Manchester when that was still a thing for him. So so this is a positive article on Saints Row, and we are positive but this is our opinions but we have to obviously let you know that we have worked with him just for uh transparency so feel free to think that we're biased snobs that are getting cash in brown wallets it's up to you uh, <laughs> brown paper bags even but there you go anyway however due to the size and scope of our new sense row it's become apparent that to create the best game possible we need to give our team longer to perfect their craft 
Uh, Boone promises that Saints Row's overall story and gameplay wouldn't change, but we'd see improvements in terms of overall quality and design. Uh, and it looks like Boone kept his word. The gameplay trailer revealed last week showed us a game that seems ready for the real world with tons of cool weapons, vehicles, and mayhem. Lots and lots of mayhem. In a post showing the start difference uh, that six months can make, Reddit users voiced their appreciation for the delay. It looks so good, wrote one user. Super curious how my bosses will look in this game with different light sources and not just in the customizer. Saints Row's uh, Boss Factory is available as a free download so you can get a head start on your career by having your avatar ready on release day. Naturally, people have mostly used it to share a bunch of meme characters. Standard. Uh, but that just shows the versatility of, uh, versatility of Saints Row's new character customization system. Uh, we'll leave it there. So there you go. I'll, I'll keep this on the screen now, though. So this is from Elijah Ace on the Saints Row subreddit. Uh, this is showing uh, how it has improved as a result of the delay. The bottom is the almost PS3-esque level of graphics, <laughs> and the top is just infinitely better. Better lighting, better texturing, more depth. Yeah, you can't you can't fault that. You can't fault that. Well. Um, obviously, you could choose to fault the image if you want, but you can't fault the upgrades. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Bib, thoughts? Yep. So happy about this. Clearly, the amount of polish that's been required to be able to bring this one up to date um, with the delay polish. is great. This is, yeah, the polish. Um, that famous words uh, when they want to delay a game. But I mean, this this is definitely one of those that you could point towards saying, okay, if they are going to delay a game, this is the kind of love, care, and attention that needs to be required for a worthwhile delay. Do you know what I mean? Like delaying a game just so it doesn't come out at the same time as something else. I understand from your stakeholders and your financial standpoint that that might not be a viable option. But this needs to be the gold standard. Like if something like this, I mean, we haven't played the game. I'm hoping to be able to play the game at some point and actually thoroughly enjoy it because I do love the Saints Row franchise. So I've got... Mm, I want to say high expectations for it, but I feel like that'll be underselling it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to playing a fantastic game. I want to see more Saints Row. I want Saints Row to be in the conversation when we're talking about these action adventure, third person, shoot them up, beat them up. I don't know. I'm trying to think of the the, the genre that you could define it in because it's just batshit crazy, it's, especially as the franchise has kind of gone on. Open world sandbox stuff, but then over the years, it's incorporated superheroes and all this. Yeah. So, so yeah, good luck with that, babe. Go on, define it. Let's go. <laughs> That's what I mean. You, you can't put Saints Row into a box. It's it's just far too big. It can't be contained. Um, but yeah, I'm super looking forward to seeing more of this. I'm glad that they're taking the time away to be able to give it uh, I don't even want to say a new lease of life because the game hasn't even come out yet. It doesn't need that. It just needs to not even be perfect. It just needs to be playable and a fun time and the story needs to bang. And like the competition that it has in that particular area, what's its, what's its main competition, Graham? Uh, there is no competition. It, it defeats all, unless you want me to say GTA. <laughs> what you say, GTA. Um, so whatever you're putting up against GTA is always going to fall short but I hope that this falls short by maybe a hurdle or two, not the entire track. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I don't even want it to fall short. I want it to want it to branch out and be its own beast. But yeah, I do, I do agree. Speaking of falling short, uh, we have Tito in the chat who says, actually, it's squib, not squid. We know 
Because <laughs> I said squid, and they went, oh, uh, squib. Uh, so then Gagad said uh, something about a damp squid. So, oh, imagine imagine mansplaining and getting it wrong. <laughs> a damp squid definitely is a firework that's wet. That's that's the whole point. Nice. But, but cheers, Tino. <laughs> uh, where, do, where do we get to? Our chat's just moved a chunk. Uh, Itani, welcoming, dude. Desert maps is an excuse for developers to to be lazy and have an empty map. It's one of those things, though. I mean, is it laziness? Because it might be one of those developer things of working the way around things. Like, the smoke and the fog of, of video games in the late 90s and early 2000s were lazy in part, but they were also a problem that was uh, solved by creative thinking so it's a case of we have smaller maps with smaller draw dis uh, distances or we have bigger maps with less in it um but you are right that's I'm, i mean obviously i'm playing devil's advocate but not all developers do it because of laziness uh, a lot of them will do it because of um lack of resources and impending mm. timescales and so on and if if having an open desert area with a couple of repeating cactuses is, is a good way to do that, then then yeah, as long as it as long as it's decent, I don't mind a little bit of that stuff. I like I like the variety of maps, and you can have like Las Vegas. You can go from cities to absolute dunes in seconds uh, in a video game world sort of sense. Obviously not if you're actually driving around Las Vegas because it'll take about seven days because driving on American roads is is not very good. Um, but yeah, as as long as you get a bit of right, I'm happy enough with that. Uh, JMK says, I understand delays can be inevitable, but I don't get why studios show pictures of what it looked like before and looks like now. Like, were they, was, uh, like, were they seriously going to release it with the low quality graphics? Uh, like, why did the designers think that was acceptable in the first place? Uh, you know what I mean? Just make the second one in the first place. It's one of those things. It's, it's kind of like you... How do you put it? You don't know that you're making the Mona Lisa. Uh, you are currently, you're just putting your paint on the canvas and it's looking pretty decent. It's looking pretty decent. And then it's only when you stand back and you look at it objectively that you're thinking, oh, I told Bibi I'd be done by three. And it's like, it's like half past one. And it looks fucking... Mm. It, I mean, that bit in the, I did in the bottom corner looks really good, but in my rush to get the rest of the stuff done, it's not the same quality. So so it's one of those kind of situations. So they don't necessarily just just make a crap version they just haven't had the time to put in the extra fidelity or they hadn't planned to put it in but when they actually stand back and look at it they've gone oh, actually a little little bit of uh not a little bit a lot of extra fidelity when it comes to the uh, the the depth and the texture in maybe we need the poly uh, polygon count to be increased by a million percent maybe we need to actually add ray tracing because in these scenes it's just dark and washed out and crap and that's kind of how it goes. It's not just a case of... So they were probably... They were planning to release at a day. They weren't necessarily planning to release that product. They were planning to release the the product, but then looked at mm -hmm. what the product actually was and were like, ah, shit, okay, yeah. let's not release that. Which I don't have a problem with that. If they've gone, ah, I wouldn't buy this, and then pushed it back, that's better. If they've gone, ah, I wouldn't buy this, but I'm not buying it. Let's go anyway. That's when yeah. it's shithouse, and that's what happened with Cyberpunk. So, yeah, as long as we don't get that sort of shithousing, then that's fine, maybe. Uh, timeless. One lurk. <laughs> Two lurk. Ah, uh, <laughs> thank you for the lurk, Timeless. Uh, I like sand. Hey, and blue, blue seas lapping at my toes. Same, same. Not, not had that for too fucking long, mate. Uh... In line for the KFC. Oh, what we get in Spiffet? Give us the yes, details. Please. Give us the details. 
Uh, last good sense role for me was too uh, disliked all that came after. Do you know what? I do kind of agree. I do kind of agree. Um, I didn't mind four. I feel like four had lent into what it was trying to be. Mm -hmm. Three was three still had a foot in two and a foot in four. Whereas four was just like batshit crazy, and then they they lent into it properly with like the dub dub gun, uh, the, the wub wub gun, even the dubstep gun, uh, and then the the Johnny Gat expansions and stuff like that. I didn't like what was it that came after it? It's Agents of Mayhem didn't like that at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think four. I think four was decent. If it, it once I'd let go of Saints Row and Saints Row Two, I I I I liked four. Four was four was better than three. Three was a bit of trying to be what it was. Um, a wicked variety bucket. Oh what's, yeah. What's in a wicked variety bucket? Is that like hot stuff? Yeah. <laughs> well, the, my, the, I always my main one, mighty bucket for one. Do you know what I mean? You get two of it. You get two of everything. It's great. And you obviously add extra wings for a quid. You know, I'm not a mug. No wings for me, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> No. Uh, why not just make it like two? Because they were, yeah, that 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 would have been foolish. That would have been. I mean, people bought Grand, uh, Saints Row because it came out on the Xbox 360 when there was no Grand Theft Auto on the Xbox 360. That is that. I mean, that's a fact. Uh, it was made to be a Grand Theft Auto when there was no Grand Theft Auto, and it took off as a result of that. Um, but Grand Theft Auto brilliant. Got, got a lot better a lot quicker with more resources so they couldn't keep up so they rather than trying to keep up they would have it would have been ever decreasing circles oh great this thing that's not quite gta that's not getting as fast as gta not moving on as quickly as gta that that audience either would have become a proper niche hardcore community that was never going to expand or yeah. that have pushed it out to the wider community which would have just cared less and less as it became as it fell further and further back so i understand why they did it i mean i would have preferred them to stick with saints row 2's fashion that is my kind of game i would rather have grand theft auto storylines rather than the uh the what's it what's it called the like the the dubstep gun, that's what I was going to look at. Rather yeah. than that, I'd rather have a Grand Theft Auto storyline because that is a game that speaks to me a lot personally, a lot more personally. That's that's my kind of game. But I wouldn't have played that. If you, if I'd have gone into a shop and it had been that and the next GTA, there's, there's, there's no there's no choice there. Uh, it's funny because during the PS2, PS3 year, we had so many GTA clones and now there's none. There is space for more than one with how long each GTA takes to release now. I mean, there is... I mean that you can argue that. Look at Minecraft and Roblox, two completely separate. They're basically their own industries now that that make other games, particularly Roblox, make other games within mm -hmm. them. It's just so difficult to do that. Like so many games have tried to be the next Fortnite or the next PUBG kind of thing, and PUBG and Fortnite are same but different, very different. But people obviously that don't know still think they're the same. But some people still uh, people still try to be them. It's hard to pry that audience away from what is their passion though i know i like pubg so i won't leave pubg even though you could make a game that's that's better or or fortnite or gta it's it, to do something like that but different it's difficult because you've got to be in it for mm -hmm. the long game with tons of investment knowing that there's a very very good chance that you could invest tons and lose a lot so a lot of people just don't go for it it's the same reason why we don't have 
anybody going after football games anymore. And I say that obviously knowing that we do ha have that at the moment with um, yeah. UFL and goals. that We've got two people trying to go after that. It will be interesting to see whether they continue that because the amount of investment that it would take to get into, not just money as well, time, to, to get to the scope of something that can compete with GTA. I mean, I, I'd, I'd love it. I'd love to just have GTA... Single player, no multiplayer stuff, no GTA Online. Yes, please, I'll take that. But can anyone do that? Big Ham, thank you very much for the raid. Welcome in, dude. Hey. By the way, uh, I can confirm as well that Hamish is actually from Southend. Um, 100%. 100 uh, so, yeah, there you go. And he's not even that big. Um, we had a stage uh, with, like, a big step up. And, yeah, everyone else was just like, yeah, you yeah, yeah, get what I'm saying, you get what I'm saying, you know. It's all of a sad. But I appreciate the raid nonetheless. Hey, thank you for coming on the weekend, dude. I appreciate you dropping in. Uh, Legend. Also, for the Tyscons that I ate yesterday. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, just followed you on YouTube. Later. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thanks, Lumps. Uh, little Legs. Hey, how you doing? Welcome in. Uh, is that is that big Hamish's alt account, Little Legs? Because he's not big. He's got his little Hamish. I was joking. Hey, um, at this point, at this point, we need the clones to fill the gap between GTA releases. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> podcast that f uh, spreads fake news. Well, that's the only way you can do it these days, right? That's what all the big podcasts do these days, right? 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 Uh, Confirmed. <laughs> bald English man called Reg. Fake beard. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, Saints Row is looking a lot better since its delay, and fans are loving it. That article was taken from sean murray at the gamer and i'm looking forward to it looking forward to it i do want to play it i want to i want to give it a try um only thing saints row has oh let me just take that off now only thing saints row has going for it now is they're releasing during time when no games are coming out i mean it could be but that's all that's all you ever really need like that game a few years ago called save uh, save the world had nothing going for it but it came out at a time when people weren't really doing other things and battle royale was taking off and now we have Fortnite. So like convenience can often be the uh, can often be can be the avenue that you need for uh, for success fall guys exactly fall guys came out in a period where not only was nothing coming out but it was free and well it was on playstation and uh we were all locked inside so fall guys just went boom perfect absolute perfectly what's what's they say lightning in a bottle kind of thing yeah exactly yeah um that's not the first time someone said that. No, I'm Stephanie. Hey, how are you doing? Yeah. Is it? Wait, wait. When you say Stephanie, is that just 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 your name in general, or is that Stephanie I know? Because I have a sister called Stephanie, and uh, so do I. Yeah, no, that's what I'm <laughs> gonna say. And I, 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 I paused. I went and, and I thought actually, I don't know if Bib wants me to name that. So yeah, so, so yeah, we, we know lots of Stephanies. So yeah, hi, uh, fight in a jar. Exactly, exactly. That's probably more accurate because we did get an amaranth from that gamer uh, article there, <laughs> dancing around at the top of the screen. So yeah, fight in a jar. Storm in a teacup. No. But, uh, bottle of lightning. Fight in a jar. Let's go. Okay, not moving too far from Saints Row. Then sticking with THQ Nordic, which I say that sticking with. I know that Saints Row is made by Volition. Volition is owned by what was Koch Media UK, which is now called PlayOn uh, Play UK. PlayOn, I believe, but I could be wrong on this, it could have changed, was owned by the Embracer Group, which also owns THQ Nordic, or has that changed? If anyone does know how that, that stacks up, do feel free to correct me because 
it might not be linked at all and I might be just chatting shit but anyway Andy Robinson at the uh, VGC has this article THQ Nordic has teased the new South Park video game Trey Parker and Matt Stone confirmed last year they were working on a 3D game so publisher THQ Nordic concluded its digital showcase on Friday by confirming it's working on the next South Park video game the live stream ended with the South Park Digital Studios logo alongside a snippet of audio from a character from the long running comedy show South Park creators Trey Parker and Matt Stone confirmed almost exactly a year ago that they were working on a new 3D video game which was said to be in development at their in-house studio. The previous two South Park games, The Stick of Truth and The Fractured Butthole, uh, were, sorry, sorry, I accidentally emphasised the, the words butthole then, but uh, yeah, they were developed in collaboration with Ubisoft. The latter was created by the Outer Worlds developer Obsidian. The two games were well received and currently have Metacritic scores of... Up to 85 and 84. Uh, South Park, the secretary. Okay, we'll stop there. We don't need to go about the, the, the previous stuff. Interesting playing new South Park game, babe. I most certainly am. Uh, the second one was nowhere near as good as the first one, in my humble opinion. Uh, the Stick of Truth was probably one of the funniest, best RPG games that I've ever played. And I know that sounds ridiculous because it's a South Park game, but it it literally is just like playing through an episode of South Park. It has all the sense of humor. The art style was that the cutscenes and everything was literally just South Park. It wasn't like the tacky stuff that we got on like the PlayStation One and on the PC way back in the late nineties. They was horrendous. This was so so good. The battle system in the second one, I didn't like it. It was just a bit. You you haven't played many RPGs, so I don't know if this will resonate with you. But like in most RPGs, you'll have a menu, and it'll say like att- like a, like a Pokemon menu, for instance. It will like attack, use item, escape, and then whatever the other one was. I can't remember; it's gone out of my head. Um, but then on the new on the second version of the game, there was like tiles on the floor, which is very much like a Tales game, for instance. So you could move forward and it would take some of your attack points away and then you're able to attack with whatever points you've got left. That was very much a system for the second one. It didn't strike me as well as the first one did. However, both games were on point with the comedy and especially what makes a South Park game good. I have absolute trust in what Trey Parker and Matt Stone are going to be doing with this because I had no hope with the first version, uh, with the first game until it came out and played it and I loved it. Second one, still full trust. It just wasn't my... It, the, the combat system just wasn't resonating with me. But the third one, I still have absolute trust in that they're going to deliver us a proper South Park game and something that's just going to make me laugh as hard as I did with the first two. I'm intrigued. What, what are your thoughts on 3D then? So, like, we've got, like, Stick of Truth and uh, the Fractured Butthole. Um, yeah. They were both, like, 2D side-scrollery, sort of as if you were playing through an episode. Yeah, it was like 2.5. Like 2.5D, I'd probably say. It wasn't... It wasn't. It wasn't necessarily just like a flat image, <laughs> like what yeah. you'd expect. Like nowadays, South Park is more three D than it used to be. It used to be able to cut the out pieces of paper and put them together. Like at the beginning of the a South Park episode, it shows you how they used to put it together, um, like stock animations. Obviously, nowadays it's a lot more three D with the episodes. So I'm guessing that's the kind of art style that they're going to be going for it. I don't know what that's going to mean in terms of how the game's going to perform. I don't know whether or not it's going to look more like a platformer than it's going to look than an RPG. Uh, the, 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 the the characters did wobble across the screen like they do 
on the TV show in the game. So I don't know. I hope that they're not going to change it too much. I don't think it needs to be, to, to be changed too much. I think they had the perfect blend of what made South Park games good compared to the TV shows as well. Well, this does say in the uh, the tagline, Trey Parker and Matt Stone confirmed last year they were working on a 3D game. Um, uh, and then it, say, it goes back in it back onto that again in the article a new 3d video game um which then makes me think are we going back to like south park ps1 sort of era where, where you had like snowball fights and alien guns and yeah. you could pee on your snowball to make it stronger and it, it was it was it was fun for me bearing in mind that i was about 12 and probably yeah. shouldn't have been playing it um but it, it didn't really have much to it if we're being honest it, it wasn't really yeah. a, it wasn't really a great game uh so I, you hope that you that they've. I mean, how much Trey Parker and Matt Stone would have had in 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 with that? Probably very little. They've probably just licensed it and gone. Yep, fuck it. Through Comedy Central, mm. send it out wherever. Um, so at that point in time, they pro- they probably haven't had as much creative input in a lot of their stuff. This time though, they've been through uh, making two more games with Ubisoft and um, what, what was it, Obsidian. Um, so okay, we're we're now experienced with video games. We've had some three D stuff in the past. Now we can think about how we can make this. So I'd be intrigued yeah. to see how they go with that. Whether it's just three D is a bit more than two point five D, or whether it's three D like over the shoulder, like RPG ish sort of stuff. Yeah, it's, I do. I do think they're going to do well with it. I feel like they've got. They've tried and tested. We just, like you say, you were talking about the ones that came out of the, the late 90s and stuff. That was still very much an experimental period for 3D games. In a lot of sense, there was incredible 3D games out there, but a lot of them couldn't really find what made their early PlayStation 1 games if they was making a sequel and they transformed it into 3D. I don't really think that they've found the balance to try and make that a worthwhile experience. However, we're 20 years on from that. So... Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what the transition for the third game is. It's going to be a completely different one now. Like I I can't see this being a sequel. I think they're just going to have be a completely different direction with this one. Yeah, it's going I to be. So. I mean, the fact that they moved yeah. away from Ubisoft and Obsidian, they're doing it with their own studio, South Park Digital Studios as well. I feel like it's it's going to be completely different in that sort of sense. It, yeah, I'm excited least, for it though. Yeah, my, my only concern is. When you see the two, when you see two D stuff, and you see Kenny's face pointing at the camera, and you know he's got a hood on. Okay, great. But then when he turns to the side, and he's got that long sort of cone sort of shape, <laughs> it's just like when you're playing as that in the South Park video game on the PS One, it just it just looks like you you're playing with two kids' toys. Those little shapes that you yeah. put through the wooden hut, and it's just like <sighs> so. Do you play every of these two games? No, no, no not not. The uh, sticker two for fracture but whole. I did the set the original oh. one on the, on the PS one. I didn't play the yeah. one that Itan is named in the chat as well. Uh, Chef's Love Chef's Shack. Love Shack. <laughs> Honestly though, like if you can pick up the first one for next to nothing, I mean uh, to be fair, it, even for fifteen quid it is one hundred. If you liked South Park, this will blow your mind. Like it's just a complete rip off of what the Marvel universe was trying to do. Um, but with South Park characters and the sense of humor, like it's it's amazing, it's fantastic. Like I can't give it enough. But I was talking about this game. This is over. This game came out well before me and you ever met. But anyone who was in my friendship group at the time, this was one of the games that all I did was talk about. It was so fucking funny. <laughs> 
So yeah, I think maybe might like it. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it's brilliant. And honestly, <laughs> if I was to recommend one game to go back and play over the last ten years, the the first one would be one of those games. And I'm not even bullshitting you. It is up there. We might like my top five games probably of all time. Nice. Nice. There you go. There you go. Uh, so THU Nordic is working on a new South Park video game. No real information. I wonder if we'll see anything at Gamescom. Uh, Miss Kira says, hello, boys. Any news on Hellblade 2? Uh, not yet, but we might find that at Gamescom. Isn't that supposed to be? It's supposed to be out later this year, right? Right? I think it is. It's like end of the year, or maybe we don't have a date confirmed. I can't remember. I remember covering it. Uh, so, yeah, no news. Gamescom next week, though. Maybe we'll get all the news coming there. Uh, opening Night Live, don't forget, that is going to be next Wednesday, I think. Um, so there'll be a lot more news from a lot of big releases coming over the next uh, next few games. Can we uh, de please delete AC and make a new POP game, please? Prince of Persia? Uh, for a second, I genuinely read that as pop, like, like yeah. as in like the vinyls. <laughs> Uh, don't they have a new Prince of Persia game in the in the pipeline? They were working on one. I don't know. I don't know if it was mobile though. I can't remember. I do remember seeing. Oh no, was it remake? Was it a remaster or something? I there was definitely. Uh, I can't. We definitely covered it. Yeah. This year at some point. It, I think it was last year, and and it was one of the either European offices in Ubi or something. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, let me jump back up. Uh. I'm still here. We're saying later to Ham. Oh, okay. Hi, Lubs. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where did we get to? Fart in a jar. Nice. We got to there. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not... Uh, no, I'm neither of your sisters. Okay. Someone I know may have spoken to you about my son Noah. Oh, is that is that what Spike messaged about the other day? I, I did see that, like, late on, on the Saturday evening, night kind of thing. Um, Busy all day. Yeah, just a little bit. Uh, is... I don't... Yeah. Uh, is that you? Um... They need to bring back Chef Love Shack from PS1. I see. I don't know what Chef Love Shack is. Like, like, I googled it and I saw it and I was like, nope, that completely missed me. But I was too busy pea covered snowballs at aliens. Um, picking South Park over Elder Scrolls. Wow. <laughs> Never said it was number one. Never said it was number one. Uh, South Park game, really? Can't they put it to bed? Are you not a fan, Mrs. Lotus? Uh, South Park is elite. Like, that's the best cartoon. Ever in my in my opinion, um, blah, 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 blah. I'm loving Assassin's Creed. There is still a market for it, in my opinion. See, yeah, yeah, I feel like Assassin's Creed. I feel like they've that's that's how can we? That's like a microcosm. There we go. A degree word for you. Uh, of, <laughs> of, of Ubisoft because that is Ubisoft's big picture in a game. Ubisoft were all about trying to maximize profits. Uh, churn revenues rather than making great content. Great content brings you great revenues, but they just went, ah, let's just, just go for the revenues and then we can make all right content. And it didn't work. Um, and that is what they did with Assassin's Creed, like less than annual releases. Uh, but I feel like with the last one, they've started to learn how to make better content and how to keep people's interest. Not Was Valhalla perfect? No, not all. There was still pay 10 quid to get rid of grind, which is horrendous capitalization. Uh, capitalizing. Capital, capitalism, there we go. That's the word I want. Um, so, yeah. It's Ubisoft. They're only pushing their lesser IP, not the ones fans actually want. Uh, yes, I left it a little late. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I did open the message up, but but well, I, I wasn't on the, the, the actual stream on Saturday until about later on in the day so yeah um it's like a game show with south park is it 
Is he? <laughs> maybe I, maybe I didn't look at the right thing. Uh, okay. Um, what like what's what's the one what's the one that you, you get like buzzers for on the PlayStation? Was it called Buzz? Buzz. <laughs> it was <laughs> called Buzz. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there you go. Uh, I'd rather watch Peppa Pig. Oh nope. Been there, done that. It's not for me. Yes, it is me. Oh hey, how you doing? Hey. You're not my sister then, so that, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I watch too much Peppa Pig. It's not for me. Uh, I wonder how much it will cost. Trifida? Trifida? I don't get I don't get what Tina's saying there. I don't know. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Surely Pink in the Brain was the best cartoon ever. Um, Narf! It was, it was a great cartoon. Can you guys tell me the last good Ubisoft game that came out? You'll struggle. Exactly. I mean, uh, if you if you want me to mention a good one, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is a good game. Is it a great game? Brilliant. Uh, you'll find, you'll struggle to find people to be unanimous. And that's the thing, though. Like, mm -hmm. that is why I say it's a good microcosm of Ubisoft as a whole. Because Ubisoft had so many titles that they've cancelled in the last five mm -hmm. or six months. We had a, a news article maybe six weeks ago, maybe less than that, Ubisoft have cancelled like five or six different releases because their directors realise that they're just pumping out shite that doesn't make money. So um, they were on a very prominent downward arc and had to do something about it. So they have started to do that. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the fact that Ubisoft have killed off stuff that was just being thrown out for the sake of it. Whether that actually turns into anything useful, we have to obviously get the taste test we can't really say that until we see it but yeah um it it depends on your sliding scale and if it was a sliding scale of horrendous terrible bad okay good amazing incredible best game ever mm -hmm. then yeah i could pick you a, a lot of ubisoft games like i'm playing ghost recon wildlands now i would say that that is a great game for why i've played so far i think that that is a great game the division i'd say was the original one was an exceptional game. I love that game. I bought a lot of hours into it with my friends. The Val Assassin's Creed Valhalla, that was an excellent game. I played quite a bit of that, enjoyed my time with it. It depends on your own. Everyone has a different sliding scale for the way that they put the games in. We could, I could name 50 games for us all to be able to put into categories like they used to do on um, Top Gear, where they used to have the cool board and the not cool board. We, I can guarantee we would argue between us all as to what games deserve to be in what categories. Okay, da. <laughs> okay, that, that that was a proper run, that wasn't it? Uh, it's a classic episode. Featured the Loch Ness monster begging for three dollars. Ah, oh, okay, there you go. I can't even remember. There you go. Tina's watched more more South Park than me. Nice. Uh, what have I missed? South Park stuff ads. Uh, yes, it's a great game. It's just not new, if that makes sense. I think a lot of people don't give Ubisoft credit when it's due because it's not what they wanted. Watch Dogs Two is actually a very cool game. Uh, now I finally tried it, but. Is it super unique? No. If you're looking for unique experience, then Ubisoft isn't the place to be. Ubisoft are after the bag. That's that's the way to put it. Ubisoft chased the money, and that's where they've gone down because they weren't doing that with the likes of the first Assassin's Creed and so on. Yeah, it wasn't great. Assassin's Creed 2 was a massive step up. But Ubisoft now, what well, I say now, over the last 10 years, fell into the, oh, sequels, sequels, more sequels, sequels of the games that are already earning money, not realising that they can drop into their back catalogue of games that people want and will absolutely sh shit money, for, for putting it bluntly. So, yeah, they, they, they could make a lot more money. And, I th and, and from the outside, reading what we've read over the last six weeks, it looks like Ubisoft have realised that. Um, obviously, in... Will we figure out in 12 months? Probably not. But in four years' time, if Ubisoft just continue to not make a splinter cell or to uh, 
port all of their games over to mobile while releasing just Assassin's Creed knockoff, below par, um, free to play, chasing Ghost Recon games and mobile ports, then then yeah, we'll 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 know that they've not actually learned anything. But from the outside, uh, it sounds good. And the reason I say that is because it's not just marketing spiel; it's investor call spiel. They've had to sit there and say to investors that five or six games that they were working on. They've actually nah 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 actually nah. So yeah, that's why that's why I kind of kind of believe where they're going because it's not it's not marketing stuff in a presentation where they're not actually acknowledging the bigger stuff that they should be talking about. It's it's stuff that that journalists have had to like listen into and then transcribe. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, Unit Eight, The Division, and Watch Dogs. Uh, there you go. Love The Division. I've played so many games that I don't have time for. Uh, just good games or my attention span doesn't uh, game has to be great or i ain't bothering with it i mean i get that i get that see i'm i'm kind of kind of the same but also completely different i stick to what i'm sticking to because i've got so much stuff going on with the stream with work with whatever um so a game has to be great to break my attention but then it it also has to be great it has to be great enough to be put onto the list of consideration where it will probably remain for the next five to six years and then at some point I will find time to play one of them. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, there you go. Uh, Ubisoft need to bring back one man, Rayman. I was, yeah, never really got it. I'd I, I'd Rayman was no Sonic the Hedgehog, was no Mario, was no no metroid or any so i'd played through loads of platforms and stuff and metroid uh, rayman came out at a point where don't get me wrong clearly i know that a lot of people have a lot of passion a lot of time for rayman but it came out when i was at an age where a dude that can throw his hands and stuff just didn't really speak to me um and the same with rabbits and stuff like that that's that was ubisoft just throwing childish stuff at at that point, I was I was proper old. I was like thirteen. I was like, I don't play that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, they chase the money, uh, and yet there are far far worse companies doing the same, but uh, get given more credit. I mean, it's it's because Ubisoft are bigger. People do, stick it to the men. Uh, Ubisoft until. I don't know, maybe they are back at the top now because CD Projekt had such a bad experience with Cyberpunk, but they were the biggest and most profitable video game company in Europe, so that's why they get the stick. Um, But they're still the biggest and most profitable game company in Europe, so there you go. Mm -hmm. Someone will end up buying Ubisoft, Sony, or Microsoft probably. Can't see Nintendo do anything uh, at all getting involved. Yeah, there's loads of conversations about uh, Sony and Microsoft getting in there. And then there was all the conversations about Ubisoft going, yeah, uh, uh, we're not for sale. And then when Activision got bought for such an astronomical amount of money, Ubisoft actually quoted, well, when we said we weren't for sale, what we meant was, I mean, we don't want to be bought by anyone. But if anyone had a big old cash of money, like six, <laughs> six to nine billion, then we probably wouldn't say no. They didn't say that, but it was it it read like that. The, the quick backtrack of oh, we're not, we're not, we're, we're down, yeah, yeah, you're not listening. What was it? It's like we, we get it. It's awkward. We know what you're saying. If if yeah, all right, fine. So there you go. Open world futuristic Rayman. Rayman twenty seventy seven. It's a pass. It's a pass from me. Um, Okay, I'm going to quickly fly through these last two articles because we uh, are out of time. So let me just pick up the pace as we jump into the next two. James Troughton at the Gamer says, Leak suggests Elden Ring is coming to Game Pass. Elden Ring might be coming to xCloud, Game Pass, or both. So some players have reported seeing Xbox Game Pass ads for Elden Ring pop up in the Microsoft Store, hinting at an imminent announcement. These ads put Elden Ring uh, 
from, I'm guessing that should be front and center as a Game Pass Ultimate perk, meaning that it would also be compatible with the cloud if the leaks are to be believed. While an ad has allegedly leaked, so has a store page that lists it as included with Game Pass and cloud compatible. However, neither Bandai Namco nor Microsoft has announced Elden Ring's arrival on the service, so take these screenshots with a grain of salt. Regardless, it's not the only game to have supposedly leaked. Grand Theft Auto V has also appeared as, as xCloud enabled in the cloud gaming beta, which lines up with Xbox Xbox has pushed to expand cloud streaming beyond Game Pass titles. A leaked Soul Hackers 2 store page also uh, has also surfaced, uh, surfaced that, much like Elden Rings, lists it as both cloud compatible and on Game Pass. Though again, this hasn't been officially announced. Um, anything you want to say on that one, Bib? Uh, yes, I do think that would probably cause a lot of people to either resubscribe to their Game Pass or probably get it for the first time. They can potentially enjoy that for just one pound, Graham, um, which I'm sure the exclamation mark Game Pass will be being ramped into chat anytime soon. Um, but yeah, I think this if this was the case, that's that's a huge dub. Like that that will genuinely bring a lot of revenue to them. Um yeah, <laughs> I don't really have much more else to say with that one. But yeah, it's it's a huge dub if that does actually end up being the case. Yeah, massive game. Game of the Year. If it, I don't know if it actually uh, has had any Game of the Year awards yet, but if it, if not, it's definitely going to get some of them. Elden Ring, whether or not it's your cup of tea, it definitely made a massive impact. Another Souls game to do that. So yeah, but that coming to Xbox is, is exactly what Microsoft need. There's a lot of people that have played Elden Ring, and there's a lot of people that haven't played Elden Ring. And if those people that haven't, a big old bunch of them have a Game Pass subscription and thinking, do you know what? I've played all my Xbox stuff now. I've played some Forza mm -hmm. Horizon. It was fun. It was it was all right. You know, I've played the other bits that have come to it and stuff. But I'm, yeah, okay, well, there you go. There's another 100 hours there if you want to stick to it. So yeah, it's good. It's good. If you're an Xbox user, nice. Enjoy. If you're not, never mind, day. Never mind, day. Uh, never mind. It's all right. If you're on PlayStation, you can play this. Oh, wait. No, you can't. No, you can't. This is Andy mm. Robinson at VGC. On PT's eighth birthday, uh, this is obviously an article from two days ago, uh, the person who delisted it speaks out. Quote, I wish it had gone differently. And the tagline is also a quote, it was a tough situation all around. So eight years after its release, the person who claims to have been tasked with pulling Konami's PT from PlayStation servers has spoken about the experience for the first time. PT was a critically acclaimed playable teaser for for Hideo Kojima's cancelled Silent Hills game, which was released as part of a surprise drop during Gamescom 2014. I was sat in the crowd then. Yeah. Uh, that's probably my favourite Expo moment, being sat in that, to be fair. It was one of those full-on like <gasps> moments but there you go anyway the fan favorite game demo was released under the developer pseudonym 770 uh, 77 oh my god 7780s studio uh, i don't know how that's actually supposed to be pronounced so 7780s studio and uh, required the community of players to work together in order to, so uh, to solve its puzzles and reveal its true purpose as a teaser for silent hills by kojima ultimately the silent hills project was cancelled by konami following kojima's departure from the company the following year controversially pt was pulled from the playstation store soon after and even My the ability Alpe thank you for 16 months his, his name is Optimus Prime thank you for the Prime Alpe appreciate that um, legend 
So, where did we get to? Ultimately, the Silent Hills project was cancelled by Konami following Konami, uh, Kojima's departure from the company the following year. Controversially, PT was pulled from the PS Store soon after, and even the ability to re-download it blocked. Years later, it was made unplayable on PS5. To this day, many dedicated fans have kept the game on their console hard drives, as it's impossible to access the teaser any other way. After Kojima acknowledged the eight-year anniversary on P uh, of PT on Twitter on, on Friday, former Konami staff Pearl L responded, claiming she had been both responsible for setting up the surprise release of the game on the PlayStation Store and also putting in the call to have it removed. Quote, fun fact, uh, since I was the first party lead at Konami at the uh, at the time, uh, actually, I'll, I'll get it because it's actually a quote. Fun fact, since I was the first party lead at the time at Konami, I helped get this product set up on the storefronts, fake publisher and everything she wrote. And I was the one who had to call Sony and ask them to take it down and block re-downloads. That was a super fun conversation. Uh, and there's also a smiley emoji after that. Nice. Uh, Pearl went on to answer many fan questions around PT's removal, although at the time of publishing, she has declined to give a clear answer for exactly why it happened. Asked by a fan, she replied, I say this with love because Konami uh, end quote however Pearl made clear in her replies that it was a tough situation for those working within Konami and save special place for the teams at Sony and Konami's customer support staff Sony as always was fantastic to work with it was a tough situation all around she wrote it was a ride honestly it was not a great situation all around I really felt for Sony who had to bear the brunt of dealing with the situation she later added it was definitely an interesting lesson in power and the importance of picking your battles in relationship management uh, the staff are claimed that Konami support staff took a lot of brunt of the disgruntled fans. They already had a tough time as it was. Uh, there's a reason they have work names uh, when fielding calls. This did not make things better, she wrote. Asked by a fan if having to ask Sony to remove PT was awkward, Pearl responded, awkward is right. We'd already gone through a lot to get it set up, uh, got a lot of operational exceptions, and then to add the request to block the re-download, more engineering workarounds. I, it, it was exciting to see people hype about it and see the work pay off, but in a way, also not. And we'll leave it there. So there you go. That, that 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 must have been a horrible conversation. To know how cool that was to ask for it to be squashed. Mm -hmm. Ooh, um, uh, this is the bit where I jump in once again with another uh, transparency. Um, what's the what's the, the word disclosure? There we go. Uh, we do work with Konami, by the way. So so take our comments here we don't know anything about this which is the reason why we're actually speaking about it because if we did we'd probably avoid it just, <laughs> just to save awkward situations so so yeah it must have been an awkward situation as a games fan not someone that works with the konami mm -hmm. pt was was incredible um so to have to be the person that had that pulled so that people couldn't enjoy it anymore i mean it was all it wasn't a game back refresh God damn internet. We should be back. Well, today's podcast is going to put to, today's podcast together is going to be a bit of fun, isn't it? About six days later. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So what we we basically just export this over to YouTube in one full uh, one fell swoop. Nice. But when it splits into multiple parts, we naturally have to stitch it together. So fun times. Let's go. Uh, we back. Nice. So yeah. Uh, disappointed. I expected someone in the chat to have typed, oh, oh, they've been taken down by Konami or something like that. <laughs> nobody did. You've let you've let nobody down. Nice. Oh, there we go. There we go. Just as we say it, Brother. David, that he gets it. Oh, wait, 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 let me let me look. I need to go back to the audio bits. Audio bits. Ah, side effect. Ah, ah. <laughs> Mm 
Unlucky, David. You get the QI Claxton. Get out. No. <laughs> uh, Konami is still trying to make sure no one hears about the game, says David in the chat, just as we were, just as we were saying it. That's what happens when you watch the stream on a delay. <laughs> nice. Uh, or not at all, as, as, as the case may be with Sky. So there you go. If you missed it, um, it's eight years since PT graced the world. Uh, I was sat in the audience in Gamescom, uh, at Gamescom, in the PlayStation presentation. When PlayStation used to do presentations at Gamescom, what a, what a time. Uh, and it was, it was great. It's a shame we didn't get to experience it. But, you know, Kojima still will one day, he's going to make a, a, horror movie, a horror movie slash game. So I reckon we'll get that at some point. It'll be, it'll be fine. Fine. Um... The ice on Saturday lasted longer than your internet. Uh, this is nothing, Iceman. This is nothing. Like, last Wednesday, no, Wednesday before, my stream, I was only live from 6 till about 11, uh, and it went off seven times. So this is, this, yeah, this is shit, shit. Um, remember uh, Deep Down from Capcom? What happened to that game? I don't remember that one. I don't know that one. Um, I did, but my kid, uh, keyboard is being dodgy, or it would have been up sooner. I mean, still. The comment still stands, David, whether you'd have put it five minutes before or whatever. Waiting, waiting. Ah, uh, oh, Spike's let himself down. Do you know when we were talking the other day about like like people just making the uh, like the easy but shit football puns? Like the, the, the yeah, it had empty. Ah, screams net is almost on par with the United performance. <laughs> Make it take it one step further. Add mm. something. Something creative to it. Something creative to it. God damn it. Uh, it was one of the first PS4 games shown uh, where a knight was fighting a dragon. I, I don't remember this game at all. I'm going to have to Google it. I'm going to have to Google it. We are going to have to wrap things up, though, because we do have a call in 13 minutes. So we are going to disappear. Oh, God. Thank you, everyone yep. that is in the stream. We appreciate you sticking around, despite having the stream in three parts, because my internet is a sack of shits. Uh, <laughs> we are going to drop a raid on someone as well, so stick around for the raid. We'll find out uh, who that's going to be. We'll let you know in just a few seconds. Uh, these need to be longer or unfollow. What, these What these episodes? They're, they're usually... Well, we on, we're, on, we're on one minute long now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, about an hour and a half, I think, with this one. It's, yeah, something like that, something like that, yeah. Um, although you will get five episodes this week, so that's nice. Uh, whereas last week you only had one. The week before and the week before you only had two, so you will get back up to the five. Nice. Uh, so if you are new here, the scoops do happen 10 a.m. each and every single weekday. Um, we do turn the streams into YouTube videos and podcasts, audio podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So please do feel free to get involved, not just today, but tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Not Saturday. I'll be playing games on Saturday, but you get what I'm saying. Do feel <laughs> free to get involved in the streams. Uh, on behalf of the people that do watch and listen on demand, I'm telling you that now because we just had a big old waffle this morning uh, at the start of the show, should I say, and I didn't even mention any of that intro stuff. So if you're waiting for the intro, we had a skim down version. We are going to disappear now, though. Before any of that happens, is there anything else that you'd like to add, Mr. Bib? Yeah, I don't need to add as much because you've pretty much just done it as to where you can find this. But if you are watching this in any of our on-demand services, go into the description below. All the links that you require will be listed there for you, but all we need from you is a URL plus your false impressions. We... We'll then give you our thoughts and impressions on the very next episode of The Scoop, which will be at what time tomorrow, Mr. Graham Day? Ah, 10 a.m. Ish. 10 a.m. ish. I want to point out the fact that Spike has redeemed himself. Uh, he was like, okay, then, how about this? Where is it? Where's he gone? I oh, know, all the links. Uh, Graham's net shakes more than De Gea's. <laughs> <laughs> I completely missed that. So thank you very much for bringing that one back up. Yeah. That is fantastic. That, that one's good. I'll let you have that one. <laughs> <Fuck out. laughs>
Yes. What a twat. Love that. What a... No, <laughs> I love you. You're lucky I like you, Spike. Okay, we're going to disappear. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow at 10 a.m.-ish. Have a great day. Stick around for the raid. You'll get 250 sprinkles to spend on this channel and we get to help out another streamer. Until then, <gasps> stay frosty. Stay frosty.